Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. So today I'm going to talk about don't miss your mark. Say don't miss your mark. I'm going to interact with you today. It's going to be a little different, praise God. Don't miss your mark. That title is like loaded. It can mean so many things, but we'll get into that. Thank you, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's turn to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 15. <clears throat> I don't know where this is going to go. I have an idea, but uh, I believe if you came in here, you're going to receive Everyone's going to receive a different part of this message. And I believe everyone will be able to take something home with them. Because the whole purpose of preaching and reading the word is the word changes. The word convicts. The word, the word softens people's heart. The word actually expands your mind. Because you just start meditating on the things of God. And maybe you're not meditating on the news or the, the weather or the sporting events. You just The word of God is just in your heart and in your mind. And you just... Okay, that's what that means. Amen? If you're there, say amen. Amen. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and uh, hope that's okay. <laughs> then the Lord said to Samuel, I am sorry that I ever made Saul king, for he has not been loyal to me. And he has refused to obey my commandments. As I'm reading this, I'm just going to stop and I'm just going to go over a couple things. Because it's really important that you you understand what's happening here. Um, Samuel, God spoke to Samuel and and he said, I'm sorry I've ever made Saul king. That's, imagine God telling you that to somebody. I'm sorry. I ever made that person king or that person in charge. And so when, when, when I'm reading this, like the, the Holy Spirit was just ministering to me because I never want to get to the place where someone, Pastor Mike, the Lord was ever sorry he ever made you a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm carefully to listen to God's voice. Amen. <clears throat> I'm going to continue. Saul was so deeply moved when he heard this that he cried out to the Lord all night. Early the next morning, Saul went to find Sam, sorry, Samuel went to find Saul. Somebody told him Saul went to the town of Carmel to set up a monument to himself. Then he went to Galag. Gilagag. Sorry, pronouncing names wrong. Forgive me. <laughs> Why couldn't they make it like number streets? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why couldn't they make it a little easier? But that's okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. Amen. So here's Samuel. He hears from God. And he said, you know, after hearing from, from God, he says, I'm sorry I ever made Saul king. And Samuel's distraught. He's so upset. He cried out to the Lord. Something's happening right now. Something's happening. And we're going to continue reading this. And you have to get to the thing, like, what's going on? Why, why is Samuel even crying out to God? Why is he even sorry? Okay, let's continue. This is going somewhere. Y'all ready? 
Okay? <laughs> Praise God. When Samuel found out, when Samuel finally found him, Saul greeted him cheerfully. <laughs> May the Lord bless you, he said. You, so I'm going to paint a little picture. Here comes Samuel. Here comes Saul. And he sees his buddy. Hey! May the Lord bless you. What's up, man? How you doing? Not realizing what God has told him. He has no idea what is about to unload on him. Come on, somebody. This is powerful stuff right now. You know, how many know God will talk to people, God will talk to men and women of God in authority about certain things. But it's never to embarrass. It's always to help, always to warn, always, always to protect and we do what we've got to do, but, you know, sometimes this is getting to the point of obedience, just FYI. Um, that's what I'm hitting on tonight. That your obedience is a huge key on where you are today. Your obedience is huge. You know, God wants us to be obedient. Amen? So, when Samuel finally found him, Saul greeted him cheerfully. May the Lord bless you. He says, I have carried out the Lord's commandment, commands. Here he thinks he's done it all right. I've done everything the Lord has told me to do. I'm all joy. I'm all happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he missed his mark. <laughs> he messed up. We're going to continue. If this is new, if no one's ever read this to you before or you never studied this out, this is huge. This is huge. <clears throat> Then, then, so uh, you, have, you have Samuel telling Saul right now, then what is all this beating of sheep, goat, and loading cattle I hear, Samuel demanded. Is it true that the army spared the best sheep, goat, and cattle? Saul admitted, but we are all going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God. We have destroyed everything. Then Samuel said to Saul, stop. Listen. Just imagine the frustration right now. Because he's thinking, I've done everything the Lord's told me to do. And I didn't. And I, and, and I took the sheep. I took the cattle. I took everything. And we're going to give it all to God. We're going to sacrifice it. What's wrong? Why are you so upset? And he's saying, stop. Ever just do that to your kids? <laughs> I remember my, my parents used to Could you stop making excuses? But I did everything you told me. Just stop. <laughs> Let me explain a couple of things. This is like the Michael translation. Is that all right? <laughs> you know? You didn't take out the garbage like I told you to take it out. But I did. I just took it out in the morning instead of the nighttime. <laughs> but you left the cover off and all the animals got into it. Oh. <laughs> this is going somewhere. Amen? Hallelujah. <clears throat> Stop, listen to what the Lord told me last night. What did he tell you? Saul asked. And Samuel told him, although you may think little of yourself, you are not the leader of the tribe of Israel. The Lord has anointed you king of Israel. The Lord sent you on a mission. And he told you, go and completely destroy the sinners and the Amkenites until they are all dead. How many of you could honestly say the Lord spoke to you about doing something? 
how many of you actually did it exactly what the Lord told you to do? And you didn't kind of skip out on some things. You don't have to answer. You don't have to. I'm just, I'm just speaking because it's so important when the Lord tells you to do something. You just do it like the Lord tells you to do it. You just do it exactly how the Lord wants you to do it. Pastor Mike, how does the Lord want me to do it? Well, you, you, that's between you and the Lord. Amen. Now, if there's something going on where you just need, you need counsel, you need wisdom, maybe you need a pastor's help I'm discerning things, then you ask for help. But if you're not sure, just, 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 it's better to ask for help if the Lord's guiding you somewhere, if the Lord's t- telling you to do something. You know, I'm going to continue, but I want to share a couple things on my own personal life. Hope that's okay. Because I could, <laughs> I could tell you about my personal life. Because, you know, when God called me into ministry, right, I was at, like, the peak of my career. I had a, a, a company. I had multiple locations of that company. I was doing very well. I was driving a nice vehicle. I had extra. I had so much going on. I was like, wow, everything's good. You know, my father, who was an accountant, had his own, you know, accounting firm and everything. He was shocked how well I was doing, you know? And then when I hear the Lord say, go to Bible school, leave everything, drop everything, and I'm trying to make sense of it all. I'm a little bit, you know, okay, how am I going to do this? You know, I'm going to try to maybe sell my business. You know, money's nice. I'm going to need money when I'm in college and stuff like that. How am I going to do all this? And the Lord just said, go to Bible school. Didn't ask, tell me anything about the business until I asked him. And then when the Lord said, give it, I'm like, give it. (laughs) You know, I was doing... You know, I'm not going to go into too too much detail, but I was doing about a hundred grand a month in sales, in my two locations. I was making, I was doing very, very financially. I was doing very, very well, and you know, when the Lord called me to go to ministry school, and I told my business partner, you know, I didn't understand when the Lord said give it, so I talked to my business partner, and I said, listen, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm not the same person. I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke anymore. I don't do any drugs. I don't go to clubs. I don't go to bars. You know, I don't go to cigar lounges. I'm, I'm all holy. Amen? And he's like looking at me like, okay, how long is this going to last? You know? But it's going to last. Amen? Because I'm dependent on the anointing of God. And then he said to me, he's like, well, so what does that mean? He said, well, the Lord told me to go to Bible school, and I want to sell you my business, my half, my percentage. And I said, we'll, we'll split the debt. I'll take my half. You take your half. And I would like X amount for the company. <laughs> he just looked at me. And he says, no. And this is a close friend of mine. To this day, I, I pray for him. I speak to him. I never shut the door on him. I still love on him. But when he said no, I was like a little discouraged. I was really angry. I was like, what do you mean no? You know, I was like, just, I'm, going to, I'm going to follow God's plan for my life. You should be excited for me. <laughs> but how many know people, some people are not excited for you. And that's the truth. Some people are actually, they may be jealous because you're doing something God called them to do and they never did it. You know? And so I, I was sold out on it. I was sold out on being obedient for God. I know I heard God's voice when he said, sell it. Go to Bible school. Right? And so I, then I said, Lord, he's not going to budge. And the Lord said to me, I never told you to sell it. I said, give it. 
well, Lord, I need some money here, you know. You know, I got car payments. I got stuff going on. And I felt the Lord speak to me. He's like, do you trust me? And just with obedience, you'll go further than anything, especially if it's towards, you'll go further. I mean, I can't begin to tell you how much more I have now that I, what I did was, I'll tell you the truth. I told my business partner, I said, you can have it. I'll, sign, I'll take my debt, I'll take the business, half the debt, and I'll sign everything over to you. It'll be yours. I'm going to give it to you. No one, no one will ever steal from me. So instead of him trying to, you know, lowball me or undercut me, I said, I better count of this seed. Amen. And so that's what I did. And then I continued. I packed my, my Escalade, and I threw everything in there. You know, obviously I told my parents. My parents were all for it. You know, go ahead. You heard from God. I'm not going to try to talk you out of it, you know. And sometimes when it's the things of God and you're trying to discuss things with people that are not of like faith, they'll try to talk you out of it. So it's very, you got to be very careful when you talk to people. Hey, I, I feel God is going to do this and, and God's going to do this and I'm going to do this and I heard from God. Sometimes you have to keep things in an incubator and not tell anybody. You know, you tell your pastor, you know. You tell people who, who's, who's over you that you're submitted to, you know, but some things that you find in the secret place, it's best to keep to yourself, you know, because you release it. Then some, like I said, some people get mad. Some people get spiritually jealous. Oh, well, how come I'm not being used in that gift? Or how come, you know, sometimes people need to stay in their own lane. Amen. You got to do a check in your heart and say, I'm going to stay in my own lane. Amen. Because I'm just being obedient. It's not about me. It's about the Lord's plan. I ran from the Lord my whole life. And when he finally got a hold of me, I wasn't going to lose his presence. I didn't want anything to take, that, to take that away from me. You know, I remember when I was in the world and I was sinning and I would try to get in the presence of God. And it, there would be such a void. It would be so hard for me to get in there because my sin would just constantly flash through my face, through my eyes. And it would be so difficult. And actually, I was, just, I was just hard on my, I was punishing myself. The Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I had to get to myself and say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sincerely sorry. Now give me the power to break the sin off my life. I don't, I don't want to drink, put myself to bed. I don't want to go out and, and smoke cigars. I don't want to go out and do drugs. I, I want to be set free from that. That comes from a place of desperate, Lord, I'm sorry. You know, repentance, true repentance comes from the heart. True repentance comes from you being sincere with God, not just giving him lift service. Well, it's just Sunday, and I know my parents want me. You have any altar calls I answered because I knew my mom was in church? It would make my mom so happy. I just answered an altar call. You know, it would make my life, my night so much easier. But it wasn't true repentance because I would just go back the next day, do what I have to do, lie, steal, cheat, you know, whatever it was, do drugs, uh, drink, whatever it was. You know, true repentance comes from the heart. Amen. Amen. So here you have, you have Samuel hearing from God about Saul and Saul missing the mark. Saul not listening to what God's told him to do. Trying to, well, you know, I, I did everything, but I kind of did a couple things my way. Doesn't work like that. Amen. How are we going here? Praise God. <clears throat> Samuel says, stop and listen. 
to what the Lord, I'm just going to repeat myself because that's okay. Repetition equals revelation. Amen. That's a note. That's something for someone. <laughs> Praise God. <clears throat> he says, stop. Listen to what the Lord told me last night. <laughs> of course, you tell that to anybody. What did he tell you? <laughs> Imagine. What did he say? What did he say about me? What did the Lord say? And he told them. It wasn't good news. Imagine just watching that when you're in heaven. <laughs> just go back to the DVR and like, okay, let me see what happened here. Amen. <laughs> and Samuel told him, although you may think of yourself and you are not a leader of the tribe of Israel, the Lord has anointed you <clears throat> king of Israel. And the Lord sent you on a mission. Go and completely destroy the sinners of the Amkenites until they are all dead. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Poof. Why did you rush for the blunder and put what was evil in the Lord's sight? His response. <laughs> it's like I'm watching a case of Judge Judy. <laughs> like you, know, you know what his response is going to be. But I did obey the Lord, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back the king of Agad, but I destroyed everyone else. It's mm, not what God told you to do. Say this, don't miss your mark. Don't miss your obedience to God. You know, obedience has proof. Proof of my obedience is I'm here right now. Proof of my obedience is that I'm, I'm married to a beautiful woman. Amen? Proof of my obedience is I have enough to bless somebody. You should be able to look in your life and say, God told me to do something. I did it, and my reward is this. You should all, everyone should be able to examine their heart. I prayed for somebody. The Lord told me to pray for somebody. I did it. And the obedience, the answer is this. Praise God. Increase. I tithed. I gave. And, and I was obedient to doing that. And the Lord gave me this. I was obedient. I, I prayed for somebody. I, I went out soul winning. I challenged myself. I put my flesh under. And now I have boldness. Glory to God. I made a plan, a Bible reading plan, and I'm reading the, my word every day. And the moment something comes up, my obedience of reading the word, I'm able to fight it by the scriptures. The enemy tried to come at me with temptation, but I've been obedient. God told me to study my word. I've been studying it. And now, Pastor Mike, I, I've been doing this right now. I've been growing in the things of God because of my obedience from hearing God. That's what's, gonna, that's what's happening. And some of you have been, been here for quite a bit, and I could tell, I could see growth. Glory to God. Sometimes you don't even need to tell anybody. People see things. You actually, there's something that happens inside of you when you get around God and you just humble yourself. So God, I know I need help. I'm dealing with frustration. I'm dealing with anger. I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. Help me. And, and because of that, you're able to grow. We're all supposed to grow. We're, we're supposed to go up, and we're not supposed to be looked at as baby Christians. You know, we get the milk from the word, but then we got to get into the meat. Glory to God. 
We got we to gotta get to the point where, you know, the Holy Ghost could just, just tell us exactly what everything means. Hey, I know the voice of the Holy Spirit because I've been in his word. Someone said, I want to know the plan for God. I want to know God's voice. Get into your word. Read it out loud. You know, study and show yourself approved. Hallelujah. Why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush to the plunders and you did and, and do what was evil in the, in the Lord's sight? By not obeying God. You're doing what is evil in the, sight of, in the eyes of the Lord. Just think about that. That's like when I read that, I was like, wow. When God's told me to pray for people or when God's told me to give something, when God's told me to go somewhere and I, do, I didn't do it, I wasn't obedient, the Lord was not happy with me. <clears throat> Saul insisted, I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back the king of Agai, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops brought in the best sheep, the goats, the cattle, the plunder, the sacrifice to the Lord, your God, in Gilgad. But Samuel replied, what, now I want you to get this, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and your sacrifices or your obedience to his voice. <clears throat> listen. You know when somebody says listen, you know next thing coming out of his mouth is important. Amen. <laughs> listen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And submission is better than offering the fat of the ram. Rebellion is as a sinful as witchcraft. And stubbornness as bared as worshiping idols. So because you've rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. That's, that's deep. That's, that's like, some of you just, your faces right now are like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, just let it sink into you because God wants you to be obedient. He doesn't want excuses from you. If he tells you to do something, he wants you just to do it. If he's called you to, to go out, win souls, and, and, and he knows he, you need something from soul winning, just go and be obedient. You know, I had one person, I worked for a ministry, I was volunteering, and, you know, we were doing this huge outreach in, in like, the northeast part of Pennsylvania. And there was, like, it was, it was a really rough area, a lot of drugs and everything like that. And it was, we were doing, like, a Thanksgiving crusade. And we bought all these turkeys. We were blessing everyone with turkeys for Thanksgiving. And I was there for over a week. And during that week, I said, I'm going to be at this church at this, this time. And I'm going to be soul winning. I'm going to be inviting people, telling people about the outreach, the crusade. And I'm going to be here from this time to this time. If you want to come with me, if you want to learn from me, if, you, if there's something that you want to be stretched in, then just come and meet me there. And as days go by, different people showed up, different people showed up, different people showed up. People got blessed. People learned. People, people were, were, were getting it. Amen. And then, you know, we had our crusade, and the man of God ministered. It was a powerful. People got touched, set free, delivered. And as we're cleaning up, speakers are going back into the cages, and, and, and we're get, packing the bags and everything like that. This lady comes in, and she says, Mike, Mike, Mike. I 
was like, hey, how's it going? I got to tell you something. And I said, okay. And she says, just come over here because there's a lot of people. And she said to me, I'm so sorry. And I was like, sorry? What, what did you do? Like, you didn't do anything to me. I'm so sorry. And she was distraught. Her heart, I saw it in her face. Her heart was broken. I was like, what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? She says, the Lord's been telling me to go soul winning with you. And I haven't done it. And I've been disobedient. And I said, wow. I said, there's nothing for me to do. I mean, I could, we can connect on, on Facebook and stuff like that. I said, but you need to go to the Lord. And you need to go to him and say, I'm sorry. And, and do all that you can do and show him that you're going to get involved. Listen, when I, I talk a lot about soul winning. But it's nothing about me. It's for the kingdom of God. Some people get think, oh, Mike's too much on soul winning. You know, that stuff's ridiculous. You know, how do you know they're really saved? But that's not, that's not for me to answer. That's for me just to do what God's called me to do. And it's just up to people just catching the vision, being obedient. So, you know, I'm going to go learn about soul winning. I'm, I'm going to see what he has to say. You know, sometimes people don't like my methods, but there's more than one way to catch a fish. Amen. It's not about the method. It's about the people, getting the people to, to the anointing, getting them to the house of God where they could be discipled, transformed. That's the way we're going to break this thing. That's the way we're going to see Rockford shaken and saved. Glory to God. It's through obedience. Being obedient. God's called you to maybe uh, help in the food pantry, helping help the worship team, uh, cleaning the church. You know, there's a phenomenal lady that cleans this church. And she does it so loving. She does it so gracefully. You know God's hands on her life. And actually, she went out flyering to, to about the food pantry. And it was because of her obedience that that couple that came here on Sunday morning sat on the second row where they were able to get food, but they were also able to pray with our prayer team and give their lives to the Lord. And now they're in church. Glory to God. That's because of obedience. That's because of you heard God, you felt the peace, you felt the inner witness go lead you. That's how one way you could be led through the inner, through your Holy, Holy Spirit, through your inner man. I'm being led somewhere. And because of that, listen, there's a reward. There's a reward. God's a, God's a rewarder. Somebody say that God is a rewarder. You think we do all this work and God doesn't see us? The Bible says that he pays his children good wages. Come on, somebody. You get paid for doing what God's called you to do by being obedient. You unlock his hand from, to, to move on your family, to move on your life. This is not something that I'm making up. This is something I've experienced in my life as a, as a Christian. This is something that I've seen living proof every time I lead somebody to the Lord. You know, my, I tell this everywhere I go. My wife and I had a supernatural wedding. You asked me how much I paid for my wedding. To, from the ring to the, the, the suits to the uh, honeymoon to everything. And I, I'm going to say, what, $1,000 if that? If that, maybe. Her wedding ring, my wedding band, everything came in what? Because I'm, I'm, I'm obedient to God. And I'm not boasting about myself. Please don't get that. It's not about me. It's about God blessing me. And what he wants to do is bless you too. He wants to open the windows of heaven over your life. He wants to stretch you. He wants to grow you. He wants to use you more than you want to use yourself. Glory to God. Why? For his glory. Someone said his glory. Hallelujah. And so you start pressing into God. You start seeing, all right, God, I'm going to be faithful for this. I'm going to listen to you. It may sound silly. It may sound dumb. I really don't want to clean the bathrooms, God. 
But I'm going to do it anyway because I'm just going to be obedient. I'm going to hearken to your voice. I'm going to listen to what you call me to do. And I'm going to see the windows. I'm going to see open doors. I'm going to see your hand. I'm going to see blessings. I'm going to see the peace that passes all understanding. I'm not going to have to worry about paying rent, paying bills, because I know by faith everything's coming in. Glory to God. This is through his obedience. Let's turn to Deuteronomy. And I'm going to go over this. And I really pray that you're getting something today. I really pray that, that, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit's poking at your heart and he's showing you, all right, just correct this. Because sometimes we don't really need a, a, a spanking. We just need a little correction. You're doing a great job, but just do this differently. This is working good, but just do it this way. And by that little adjustment, you unlock something in the Spirit. Deuteronomy 28, just give a big holler when you're there as I drink some water. Side note, this Tuesday night, um, we're doing prayer. And one of the things that God's really put on my heart, and I want everyone here to, to stand with me and pray against the principality of deception. Deception. Deception of what? These people that have been coming to our outreaches, I'm not going to put up with them not coming to church. I'm praying against that lie, that deception from the devil. Because they're going to start coming to get fed by the Spirit. They're going to start coming around the anointing, and they're going to feel a tangible presence of God like never before. They are going to get transformed by his word. They're going to get set free. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is doing something here in Rockford. Hallelujah. We're being obedient. Can I just say that? We are being obedient for every move this church is making. Pastor James hears from God. He is being obedient. Open the food pantry. Start the food pantry. Tell your people to sow into the food pantry and watch what will happen. People will come for food. Glory to God. People say, oh, you shouldn't use bait. Well, you know what? When I go fishing, I use bait. It's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the way we're doing it. It's the way God told us to do it. And you'll see people come in. You'll see people covered with the anointing. You'll see sin start leaving this county, this city. I'm not putting up with it. I'm not putting up with another uh, uh, shots in Rockford, gunshots going off at Walmart. I'm not putting up with it anymore. I I raised the bar in, in Jesus' name. I'm not putting up with drug dealers anymore. I'm not putting up with murderers anymore. I'm not putting up with, with pornography anymore. I raised the bar not in this city, not in Rockford, because we are here. We're obedient to go win the Lord. We're obedient to preach the gospel. We're obedient to bless people, pay for groceries for people. We will see Rockford shaken by the power of God. And if you're with me, let God hear you. Give a big shout of amen. Come on, somebody. I see an army being raised up in Rockford, people that are hungry for God, people that won't bow their knee to bail, but say enough is enough. I'm going to preach the gospel. They might not like it. They might get insulted, but I look unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to see Rockford, this city, blessed by the hand of God. I'm going to see you blessed by the hand of God. Deuteronomy 28 says, if you fully obey, 
if you fully obey. Listen, Saul, if he would have fully obeyed, he would still be king. He would still be king, but he didn't. He decided to do things his own way. And unfortunately, God saw it and said, hey, I wish I never would have made you king. If you fully obeyed your Lord, your God, and carefully keep all his commandments. I want to say right now, you can do it. You could keep all his commandments. You don't have to lie, steal, chill, uh, steal. You don't have to look, in a, look at people inappropriately. You don't have to worry about lust. You could, you could keep yourself holy. You don't need to go home and drink a, a glass of wine to go to bed. You don't need no nightcap. Just grab the Holy Ghost. You could keep his commandments. You could be holy. You don't need to smoke anymore. You're going to allow some, some leaf to have power over you. I got to go outside every 10 minutes to smoke. I got to go outside every... You understand when, you, when, when I see somebody smoking that they, there's more power in that leaf that's, that's pulling. Oh, you got to go outside and smoke. Are you going to calm down? You don't need that anymore. You don't need to vape either. That thing's wicked. <clears throat> that's not for anybody here. That's for people online. No one here does that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God bless you. The Lord, thank you, honey. <clears throat> if you fully obey the Lord your God <clears throat> and carefully keep all his commandments and that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. Amen. I'm going to go over this. I'm just going to read it. And whatever you like, you can take you could grab, I like that reward. I like, maybe you want all of them. You grab all of them, praise God. Because he'll give you all of them, amen? You will experience all these blessings. You know, Proverbs says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. Someone say, oh, it's not about money. You shouldn't love, I don't love money. I don't serve money. But money is a tool. The more money I have in my account, the more I could do for the gospel. The more outreaches, the more backpacks, the more bounce houses, the more food, the, the more houses I could build, buy, the more cars. Money is a tool. That's the way I look at money. So I was like, oh, you shouldn't do that, you know. You shouldn't force people to give. I'm not forcing anybody to give. I'm telling you, if you do give, this will happen to you. Amen. <clears throat> you will experience all these blessings, if you obey the Lord your God, your towns and fields will be blessed. Your children and crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herd and flock will be blessed. The fruit basket and the breadboard will be blessed. Glory to God. Someone said, will be blessed. Someone said, I will be blessed. My family will be blessed. My kids, my future kids will be blessed. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. She's already got blessed kids. Amen. Amen. Your grandkids are going to be blessed. Glory to God. My chickens, I got five chickens. My chickens will be blessed. My, my, my little garden I have, that will be blessed. Come on, somebody. I'm applying the blessing to my obedience that God has given me. My chickens will, you know, when we first got our chickens, someone's going to laugh. But I prayed over my chickens. Lord, I thank you that I'm obedient and my chickens are blessed. They're going to get the best eggs. They're just going to like multiply eggs. 
So that's ridiculous. Well, okay, I'll, that's for me then. Don't, don't touch it. Amen? My family will be blessed. My crops will be blessed. Amen? Yeah, they are. These, these, these young ladies right here, they go and our garden at the church, they go and crop up and they fix everything. And the zucchini, I don't know, huge. Blessed. 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 Wherever you go, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack from one direction, but they will scatter from seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouse with grain. Glory to God. God will bless everything you do. Everything. Why? Because you're just obedient. Because you hearken your ear. You listen to God. God's told you to do something and you don't waver from it. Okay, God, I'm going to do it. And when it's complete, I'm going to know. And as I'm done, you're going to give me something else to do. And I'll see, I'll see the fruit from that. I'll see the blessing of that. Glory to God. You know, it's the blessing of the Lord. My wife and I, we bought a house in January. I ha you know, this church, we're on a, a salary in this church, but they don't pay the taxes. So, like, they're, you know, we, don't, we, we pay our own taxes. That's what I'm trying to say, you know. But you try to buy a house when you just moved in to a community, you just moved into a new state, and you have no, like, uh, credit history. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. When the guy who wants to sell you the house says, I'm going to sell you this house, don't listen to anybody else, and his, his broker's trying to pressure us, this house is yours. Whenever you're ready for it, it's yours. Tells me what he wants from it, I'm blessed to give him more than what he wants from it because I'm blessed. And we move in January 21st, 27th. Oh, man. We closed on my wife's birthday. Praise God. And we moved in. God says, I'll give you land. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you getting something here tonight? The Lord will give you, will bless you in the land he is giving you. Jesus. This is for, I'm getting excited for you. Come on, somebody. I'm getting, because this is for your, this is for you. This is for every believer to tap into the blessing of the Lord. Glory to God. I'm almost done. And then, I, then I'm going to pray. And my thing I'm going to pray for tonight I'm going to pray if you need a touch from God, if there's certain things that you just need, you just want prayer, you just want the anointing, you just need to be filled. You know, there's one baptism, there's multiple infillings. So 630 service, I don't, I don't care who preaches, they all know you lay hands on anybody that wants to be laid hands on. Why? Because it, you, you're in, we're imparting. I don't just let anybody preach. I, I, I see fruit. Obviously, my wife, she's good. My brother-in-law, Pastor Michael over there, he's good. You know? But what happens is when we pray for you, the Holy Spirit is, through, is going through us. It's not me. It's not me. And, and, and just to say this, I don't care if people fall down, stand up, go on the floor, do a somersault. I don't care. I'm just being obedient to what God's told me to do during this service. Lord said, pray for everybody. Okay, Lord. I don't know what the Holy Ghost is doing to everybody. It's none of my business. I'm sticking to my lane. 
but I'm just being obedient. Hallelujah. The Lord will, will bless you in the land he has given you if you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his way. The Lord will establish you as holy people as he sworn he will do. Then the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. People are going to look at you differently because they're going to try to read how is that possible that the economy shutting down, but the church is striving. That the jobs are closing, but the church people are being blessed. They're not getting affected by this. <sighs> then the nations of the world will see that you are people claimed. Claimed. God's claimed us. Your obedience brings you closer to God. You get claimed by the king of kings as that's my son. That's my daughter. I'm well pleased. They're obedient. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just everyone just close your eyes. And then if you're in this room, If you're in this room, and if no one's ever told you that God loves you, and he has a wonderful plan for your life, and you're not sure where you're going, you're not sure if you're going to heaven or you're going to hell, I want to I clarify something. I want to seal the deal tonight. If you're in this room and you know you, need, you don't have things right with God, I want to pray with you. I just want to pray a simple prayer and, 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 and work, walk with you to Jesus. That's all I want. I want to make sure you're on your way to heaven. Because when I get there, I want, to, I want to be able to see you. There's my friend from Rockford. That's what I want to say. I got friends all over this country in, in, different, in different countries that I prayed this prayer with. So if you're in this room and you could say to me, Pastor Mike, I'm not sure where I'm going. I want to pray with you. Just lift your hand up. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Amen. Reason why I do this, because I'm never sure. I'm never sure. So I said I'm not going to embarrass. I want everyone to say this prayer together. As a family, because that's what we are. We are a family. We are a family. So everyone, at the sound of my voice, let's just say this prayer together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, and set me free. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Jesus, I am yours. You are mine. Do something in my heart. Holy Spirit, fill me right now. In Jesus' name. 
If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.